I was like wondering if the UFC like corporation as a whole like caught wind of it and I was like wondering if they had a, like a team put together at their headquarters to like investigate shit like this and if somebody at that headquarters was tasked with listening to our podcast so they could get the information I doubt it but I hope so <laughs> I fucking hope somebody was tasked with listening to our shit dude I really do that's what I was thinking too I was like how cool and I hope that they hey, became a fan and to be fair dude the UFC staff is so cool dude that's like, what I was thinking everybody like, I've ever met that's worked for the UFC has been fucking awesome dude like they're like accommodating they go out of their way they're nice like so I mean if y'all are listening I'm a fucking fan of you guys y'all are cool what's up guys in your corner as always extra medium mike and uh the ever casual jason finch freeman so right off the bat, you guys, I got I'm, this is my uh, shameless like sponsorship grab, I guess. I'm gonna try to anyway. Oh, so I'm uh, switching up my booze. Like I've been drinking Tito's pretty faithfully for a minute now, dude. and that's mainly because of Burt Kreischer. He got me turned on to this shit. Did you motherfucking always have a handle of Tito's? But not right. today. It's good. It's good for the show for sure. But. <laughs> So I've been going to this local liquor store and these people, also vodka drinkers I'm assuming because they swear by this new brand and it's made like in Texas too, like Tito's. So I'm thinking it's probably a competitor. It's probably like a like a little brother or something and he's like trying to make his way up or some shit. Right. Anyway, TLC, tastes like chicken vodka. <laughs> What? I'm dead serious, man. So the so the bottle reads, vodka is vodka, and everything tastes like chicken. This vodka tastes like vodka, but does not taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what the bottle says, dude. Dude, that is fantastic. And I'm not going to lie, man. It's good stuff. Whenever you told me earlier, and you said tastes like chicken, I thought you... I thought you literally meant the vodka tastes like chicken. Oh, no shit? No. <laughs> yeah. God, what do you think I am, dude? I was like, how do, you, how do you make vodka taste like chicken? I'm just in here fucking taking shots of fried chicken. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> what a great label, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, man, you know, tastes like chicken vodka. Y'all need that sponsorship plug, you know. <laughs> We're going to have to email them and be like, Corner in the casual, man. We're repping your shit. I like it. It's good stuff. Dude, that's awesome. Um, I want to start the show with a little nugget of Elon, actually. Let's hear it. I don't know if... Neither one of us talked about this last time, even though we did uh, mention that he's from South Africa, I believe. But he didn't actually become a U.S. citizen until 2002. Hmm. So like almost 20 years ago was he already rich by then probably yeah i would think so or he was like on on the come up i think it's easier to do shit when you got a fuck ton of money so dude so much easier like he also dropped out of stanford after two days was that like a he knows more than the professor <laughs> knew, i guess so i guess so and i was just i read that and i was just like who the fuck drops out of a prestigious college like that after just two days? So somebody who's either really dumb or really confident. One of the <laughs> both. I mean, 
I mean, it's a huge risk. It's like, damn. Yeah. yeah. So this week in uh, ripping off the roach, oh nice. I got a fanny fart of the week that I'm going to nominate. Oh, but the problem is I can't say his name because I work with him. So we're just gonna re- <laughs> we're just gonna refer to him as fuckface for this story. I think didn't we do that one episode before? I think no, I remember. dude, this is a whole new thing now. Oh, so Monday, okay. I show up at work, right? And Fuckface has our boss come in and call me into the office, right? Oh. And uh, my boss comes out and he's like, hey, um, can you come in here, Fuckface? I have something he wants to ask you real quick. And I'm like, like oh. Fuckface wants to talk to me? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. So I'm like, okay, I wonder what this is about, right? So we go in and we sit down and like, Fuckface has got a serious look on his face, and he's like, uh, were you recently in a collision in your Toyota? And I'm like, come on, dude, get to the fucking point. Like, what are you getting at? So this guy goes on to say how his car has been hit in the parking lot. Oh, And he no thinks way. that it's my car. Yeah. And I'm oh. like, oh, my God. I'm like, get out of here, dude, you know. So he walks me and my boss out there and then breaks out his tape measure and he measures the scratch that's on his 92 <laughs> model Honda Civic. And, yeah, there happens. It's a 92 Honda. How dare you? Yeah, dude. And there's a there's a, about a three-inch hole rusted right below this scratch that Fuckface claims that I did to his car. Anyway, so my boss and me and everybody were like, there's no way that my car did this, right? So he claims that last Wednesday he discovered this and then decides to come in on Monday and accuse me of doing it. And then what's he do? He calls the police to file a report. Yes, dude. This gets better. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. So... Now we have fuckface, sergeant, I don't know, and then a deputy in training. And they're all out there with tape measures looking like the three fucking stooges out here trying to measure up scratches on this bucket, dude. <laughs> Craziest shit I've ever seen. It like, What were you doing the whole time? Wondering if I was in the fucking twilight zone or not because... <laughs> These guys literally all stood around and was like, well, it's not out of the realm of possibility. So they took a fucking report on this. And then, like, they, they even told him, like, man, well, we're just going to leave it up to the insurance companies. But it doesn't look like, you know, you can't really prove it, you know. Right. And, and I didn't hit his car. I'm like. <laughs> and then to top it off, man, like. Did he, did he call it into your insurance? No, not as far as I know, not yet. If he does, though, that could raise your rates. Oh, I already called him oh, okay. and told him there was a scammer trying to scam oh. him. <laughs> Good. I was like, keep an eye out for Fuckface, man. He's really on the on the prowl right now. <laughs> and uh, anyway, like when I go to give the cops my insurance and card and all that stuff, I tell Fuckface, I'm like, hey, man, we're going to spend more money in small claims than this fucking buckets worth and then <laughs> deputy dickhead over here has got the nerve to be like sounds like you got a bad attitude I'm like well no <laughs> shit deputy excuse the dickhead. fuck out of me for not having a sunny disposition on this you know glorious monday morning <laughs> where you know i'm out in the parking lot with my boss comparing scratches <laughs> on our fucking buckets bro how how long did this process t- take from the point that your boss told you that fuckface wanted to talk 
to the point that the cops left and you were done and went back to work. Oh, dude, this was easily an hour. Like, I mean, drawn out, maybe longer, but it's still been going on to the, like, now I'm, dude, I'm so mad at Fuckface, dude. Like, every time he walks by, I just want to, dude, I stare him down. Like, you dude, son of so a funny. bitch. Yeah, and then later that day, he comes up to me and he's like, uh, the cops said I need to get your insurance information off of you. And I'm like, well, you can fuck yourself, buddy. You can call the cops and get that report number and get it from them. I was like, I didn't hit your car. Dude. So why would I give you my fucking insurance? Oh, my God. Yeah, so anyway, that's our, that's our fanny fart of the week. I know it was an extended version. And, you know, that you know we're ripping off the roach. And if y'all know who Josh Potter is, you know what we're doing. And if he oh. ever hears this, man, we're sorry, bro. You know, we're taking your shit. Definitely Not the go queef of the week, him. fanny fart of the week. Anyway, go fuck face for my job. Yeah. For sure. I didn't hit your job, fuck face. <laughs> that, that was I heard a, your car. Yeah, my bad. That was a fantastic story, dude. 100%. Yeah. I'm glad I hadn't heard that yet. I was saving that one just for you, dude. That uh, was, I appreciate that. Keep, I kept that one in the chamber, dude. <laughs> dude, it's so funny, though, because like, we both haven't been talking to each other like all week because I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we can't, we can't, man. We'll end up ruining our conversation. Right. We're, we're saving You're all the good stuff right. for here. <laughs> yeah. Saving the good stuff, man. And uh, so, you know, on a much lighter note, uh, my daughter finally started gymnastics. This is like her first little oh, awesome. organized, like, you know, sport activity or right. whatever. She's only three, so this is like the first time she's ever been in some kind of, um, other than daycare, like a, I guess a team setting. I don't know right. if gymnastics would necessarily be a team setting, but it's like an, it's an activity where she's got to take direction and then, you know, do what she's told or whatever. You know, of course, there's other kids there too and stuff. And, my wife went and took her the other day and uh, they were in line and getting a drink and there was like a little boy in front of Melina and like she tells her she's like hey you know wait till he's done and when she said that that little boy like snapped his head around and looked at Jenna with like a serious look like he was offended well later come to find out this little boy identifies as a little girl yeah, she dude. She misgendered. She misgendered. How dare her? Dude, that little boy about fucking Steven Seagal her right <laughs> in there, dude. Fucking snapped her fucking neck, dude. How dare Did she? Did he have a ponytail? No, but he was wearing a leotard like Melina's. Melina's had like a little unicorn leotard, and I think maybe his was Kitty's or something. <laughs> Damn it, dude. You got to be careful nowadays. Yeah, Bro. it's really sad. And I really hope, you know, maybe that they don't grow up competing with each other because I feel like, you know... They might have an advantage. Or she. Yeah, I'm she. Yeah. I just did as it. Long as, it as long as it's not like a push-up competition or something, I think <laughs> Melina will be okay. Yeah. Damn, dude. I thought you were about to tell me a story about, like, Melina, like, kicking somebody's leg out or something. Oh, no. <laughs> like, she just gets in there and starts throwing some Muay Thai shit down. First day, though, man. Give her time. <laughs> Oh, shit. She seemed to like it, though, with all the, uh, you know, bullshit of fucking, you know, telling your kid they're a girl. No, and by like, the way, just, you know, uh, like, in my personal opinion, dude, like, no kid should ever have to, like, 
if that kid shouldn't have acted like he was offended, like uh, how are you you're gonna teach that kid to be offended about teach some him bullshit? Teach him to make the correction. Just be like, I'm excuse me, I identify as a girl. Like, <sighs> oh, I can't say gross. My and thing bald. is though, is what if I was raising my kids to be kangaroos? <laughs> Would anybody be upset about that? And if they were like, uh, wait on her to get a drink, and I'm like, excuse me, that's a a Joey and. <laughs> She doesn't identify as a human child. She's a kangaroo. Dude, 10 out of 10. Raise them as kangaroos. I mean, I should. (laughs) Why not? Dude, you got to get a pouch and everything. You're right, and I can just carry him around with me. Jesus. How are you going to do that with Makai? I don't know, man. (laughs) Squat. Remember Kangaroo Jack? Yeah. It'd be be something like that. I'd be a cool-ass kangaroo dad. What a fucking awesome movie, though. Kangaroo Jack. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Was that like Jamie Kennedy in it? Was, was that it Jamie, Jamie Kennedy? No, I think it was. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know what the guy's name is. It wasn't oh, Jamie it's that Kennedy. fucking Tom guy. What's his name, man? He looks like Tom Brady. O'Connell? Is yes, it, I think so. Is it Jerry O'Connell? I think so. Oh, dude, did I just fucking nail, nail that it. shit? You Suck it. it yeah. <laughs> and uh, Anthony Anderson. Okay. Another fucking Pretty hilarious funny, black comedian. Pretty funny, dude. Yeah. Good movie. Good shit, dude. Good. Nice on you for getting that name, bro, because it totally left me. I was like, fuck, who was it? You know he has a twin? Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's this twin's name? Fuck. It ain't fucking Tom, is it? If it's Jerry and Tom, Tom and Jerry, are you shitting <laughs> me? Somebody was being a fucking dick to them kids. I just I, I remember it was Jerry O'Connell. He's got twin daughters. Dude, that shit runs in the family, man. Um, I'm not seeing his twin. He has a twin brother. So do you remember I can't remember what UFC it was, but there was a fight in Abu Dhabi. His name's Charlie. Charlie, damn it. Charlie and Jerry O'Connell. You can't, like, even call him Tom for short. Yeah. His, his parents were, uh... They were, they were privy to the Tom and Jerry reference. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> no fucking way we're doing this to our boys. Okay, anyway. So, do you remember it was, like, maybe a month ago? I think we talked about it on probably episode two. Yeah. There was a Otman Zaitar... <laughs> He got kicked out of the UFC yeah. because somebody was snuck in right. and like had a bag, and they went up and went across all the balconies and whatever. And we were like saying terrorism. And did you get some more details? I did. I Fantastic. did get some more details, and I found out what was in the bag. What? But before I tell you, I want you to guess. Okay. So do I get any kind of hint? Yeah, dude, I'll give you I'll give you three clues. Three? Damn. Okay, I was just hoping for one. Okay, well, ask away. I'll I'll, I'll give you I'll answer three questions without giving you the answer. Was it drugs? No. Was it sex toys? No. Fucking dogs. Um. Damn. I don't know what else it could be. Was it like a Connor memorabilia? <laughs> no. 
You're the worst detective ever. <laughs> I was just making guesses. I don't know. I want to hear it though. What was it? Um, I, I want. I want. I kind of want to extend it because it's really cool. Let's just say <laughs> it is a very versatile vegetable. What? Right. I know. You want to guess off that? Like cucumbers. <laughs> no, you can make pickles I think your mind's it. in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, I think so, dude. I don't know, man. I have no, I have no idea. Potatoes, man. They're claiming that the guy that snuck into fucking Abu Dhabi with some mysterious bag for Otman Azitar had potatoes in the bag. Why? They didn't elaborate. <laughs> they left it at that to top it off. They just Ali Abdelaziz is um, Otman Azitar's manager. And <laughs> Otman Azitar just got brought back into the UFC because like we'd mentioned before, he's 13-0. and 0. He's like an exceptional talent, up and coming. And I guess uh, Ali was asked and he said, it was potatoes. What the fuck? You think that's bullshit though? Or you think that's real? I mean, dude, it's hard to tell. But, I mean, it sounds like bullshit to me. Like, why do you got to be so sneaky about some potatoes? Why, they ain't got fucking potatoes in Abu Dhabi or something? like For that. real. I don't know. I mean, unless they were trying to, like, pull, like, some kind of prank on is, is that like Is that like a Moroccan secret? Like, after weigh-ins, we eat fucking a bag of potatoes and <laughs> gain 25 pounds. Like, I don't understand, you know? So, I guess all that work, he... Went in the room, dropped off the bag of potatoes, and was just gonna bounce. Like I guess, dude, or maybe he was gonna whip up some like mean ass French fries or some shit before he was out. <laughs> like he, he was he was trying to sneak in that motherfucker, throw down some fried potatoes and onions real quick, and then just bounce out like a fucking what G, dude. Fuck little mysterious bro, shit. How fucking ridiculous. The yeah. whole situation, dude. <laughs> it's a little, a little suspicious, but you know. Damn. I, so it, does he? You said that they brought him back. Has he got a fight lined up? I guess so. Yeah. They're gonna give him the same guy that he was supposed to fight, or no? I didn't I'm read to too much him. into it. I'm about because to look him up now. Cause I'll, I'll be honest with you. After I heard the potato thing, I was <laughs> like. I was like, what the fuck, man? Right. And then I started thinking about things you can make with potatoes. Yeah, like, right there, dude. You typed in his name, potatoes. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you. Yeah. That is so funny, dude. So now this guy's got, like, potato gate on him, and he's going to have to Dude. He's going to have to fucking hear about that forever, man. That sucks. That's funny. Well, right now it just says... Uh, He's if, got the uh, Matt Frivola canceled. Listen, if I was him, I would totally own that shit. And, like, after the fight, I'd have my corner bring me some french fries or some shit, right. dude. Like, after the fight. You know what I mean? Like, dude, how funny, though. Wow. You type in his name and it's or fucking potatoes. he could really jump on the Mr. Potato bandwagon oh, and be like, I fucking love Mr. Potato. He's my hero. It's, it's Potato Head now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, the the kid in Melina's gym class had one. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> god damn it, dude. <laughs> oh my god. So I hear Dan Hardy wants to make a comeback for the seventeenth fucking time. 
He's supposed to I'm sorry, look, round. dude. I no disrespect to Dan Hardy because he's a great, you know, mixed martial artist, but I swear I see every it's like quarterly for the past five years, <laughs> like Dan Hardy wants his comeback fight and then he tries to call out one of the Diaz brothers or like Matt Brown or something like regularly and then it never happens and then it fizzles out and then <laughs> then people stop talking about it for three or four months and then he and then he calls for another fight again i'm like what is going on man yeah. like is he gonna fucking fight somebody or what like i, I don't get it i don't understand man shit or get off the pot dan for real though because i agree i think about this time last year i was listening to dan hardy talk about making a comeback didn't they actually book something or no? Because I thought something was set in stone for this one. And then he was also like, who else was he calling out this time? I was just like, that's weird. Um, I think it, like I think it was Nick Diaz and Matt Brown. Yeah. You want to talk about how uh, they can JDS and Overeem? The big shocker, right? I mean, not. Not really, but kinda. I don't know. Man. I think here. I, I think here's the best way to look at it, man. Like those guys. Let's be honest, dude. They're older. They're on their way out. They're oh. both on losing streaks, and they take up a fucking ton of money, dude. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. The money like, part. If there was like a salary cap on the UFC, like if it worked like a football team or a baseball team or something, like the UFC just freed up a ton of salary. Yeah. You know what For I mean? For sure. But you know, Dan. What are the odds they're going to spread it around? What? What are the odds they're going to spread that money around? You know what I mean? No. You know, Brendan Schaub said a long time ago, dude, that the day of the UFC pay per view superstar is over with. Right. Like once they signed that deal with ESPN, like they basically got their nut. Is what he, you know, this is I'm quoting Schaub here, but he's saying, you know, they got their nut. Like they're going to get an X amount of card. Like they need to put on X amount of cards. They're going to get a certain amount of money, regardless. Right. So, paying the Ronda Rouseys and the Conor McGregors and the fucking Brock Lesnar's of the sport is over with. Right. Like that, it's going to be a huge, structured pay now. Right. And it's going to be more of, you know, how like in the NFL they have like running backs, like the top five, like there's all, like they all kind of know what everybody makes. Right. And it's like structured. Like you when, when you go to get a new deal and you're the fucking top running back in the NFL, you're like, well, hey. The number one paid running back is making X amount of dollars, and this guy's making X amount of dollars, and then you negotiate off of that. Right. Eventually, I think that's how it's going to be, where everybody's going to be kind of right there on, on, a, on a more level playing field and kind of know what's going on. Right. As long as it's as long as it's a, a a decent chunk, I don't see it, any hate on a structured pay system in the UFC. But he needs to, they need to pay these guys for sure. They definitely need to pay these guys. I mean, they're professional athletes. Not only are they professional athletes, but I mean, they're doing the fucking hardest sport there is. Like where most where most sports when when contact starts, the whistle blows, right. you know, like you know, like in basketball or any other sport, you know, that's, besides football. As soon as you start touching a motherfucker, that's a penalty and this uh -huh. and that. I mean these guys are bashing each other's you know. I mean, that's the point of the of the uh of the sport is the contact, one hundred percent. Right, but they're. I mean, not only that. I mean, they're on ESPN and shit. I mean, ABC now, right? Wasn't it right. ABC card? Max Holloway. Yeah, it was ABC, bro. First time 
uh, uh, fighting event has been on ESPN since like uh, oh fuck Muhammad Ali I think something like that you have to fact check me on that but I know it's been a long time long ass time well I mean these guys they deserve those big paydays and stuff I mean they're putting on while everybody else was at home during the pandemic and shit like they were the first ones out there to fight like all fighters were lining up taking pay cuts fucking guys from the regional scenes were making their name because of this pandemic you know yeah for sure the UFC needed guys to fill in and take fights and fucking keep the ball rolling and keep ESPN with content you know what I mean because and let's be honest but like without the UFC and shit for a while there wouldn't have been dick on ESPN that's for sure dude there wouldn't have been anything on at all there's no live sporting events all the fucking uh, recording and shit for like the live shows yeah that was all gone yeah I mean the sports world was kind of a fucking train wreck in 2020 I mean just like everything else but still that's probably why I won the fantasy league for <laughs> sure <laughs> Uh, just take it. Just take your dub, you I'm man. Telling just you. take it. I will. I will. But it definitely. It had to have helped because how how many games did you get fucked over because a guy had COVID like the day of or the day before? Dude, I was number one in the fucking league for the whole season until the playoffs. Yeah, dude. but you got fucked a few times. Like that, I did, and yeah. I got lucky though. But yeah. I got lucky. And why? Like all this is doing though is reminding me how much I already miss football season. Yeah. For sure, because I miss talking shit to you guys. <laughs> Man, I heard that uh, Russell Wilson might be going to the Chicago Bears, though. Like, well, that's, r- that's rumors, and you know, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> that fucking guy. Yeah, I, dude. Apparently, there's beef in the front office, and Russell Wilson's wanting well, to... Uh, there's a bunch of chomos in the front office, so wouldn't you have some beef? I mean, is th- I doubt that's what the beef is about, but... I would have beef though. I'd be like, "Fuck y'all." Well, didn't they fire them guys like yeah, well before course. that shit came that's out? That's the safe face. Well, did, like, did did they fire them because of that, or I would assume so because I'm pretty sure they got arrested. You know, that's kind of weird. You bring that up because I saw something today, like this guy in Tulsa got caught with like a yes. bunch of, you know, you know what yes, I'm talking I saw about. That fucking weirdo. And you know what pisses me off about that type of stuff, man? Is these guys get ca- they get caught with like some of the most brutal. Like, so I don't even want to say some no. of the stuff that was read in it, but it's like these guys get caught doing the most vile shit to children, and there's people out there that are making this shit and selling it and putting it out there for people to see. And then we put them in fucking prison, and then basically protect them. Yes. We feed 100%. these motherfuckers, give them a warm bed to sleep on, yep. make sure they got food in their belly, a place to shit, and they wash their fucking hands. Protective custody. Like, are you kidding They're me, man? Literally protected. I'm talking about the biggest injustice in the fucking world, man. Like for sure. You start hanging these motherfuckers up in town square and shit, dude. I promise you, that shit would like. It, it would It'll come suck. to a screeching halt. Like Too bad we can't bring back public hangings of pedophiles. Right. I mean, I think if you're get a, if you convicted and there is, with, without a doubt, that you're guilty of that type of shit, like, why should we waste our fucking tax dollars and anything on keeping you alive? Like, what the fuck for? Uh-huh. Like, you're a menace to society. You're not... 
you pro- you're not productive in any form. No. Like you're 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 harming children. Like come you on, you'll never man. work a job. Right. Well, even if you are working a job, like I, don't, I mean, find somebody else to do it. Yeah. Fuck you. You know what For I mean? For real. But, yeah, I agree. Fuck that guy. He was. Yeah, that, that yeah, like that article like stuck with me, dude. I read it and it was just like motherfucker, right. man. Like, like these people are like in Tulsa. Yeah, fucking weirdos, dude. Yeah, dude. So I don't, I don't even know, man. Like, fucking, I don't even know how we got on that, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You want to do our topology topology picks? Um, have you already made yours? I gotta pull them up. I haven't made them yet, okay. but I'm I'm down for that. I gotta take a piss, so All can right. we cut it Let's and we'll pause. come back? Yep. Shoot. All right, so we're back. Topology picks last week. I did terrible. Not very good Fucking either. Fucking garbage. So <laughs> Jason went four of nine. I went five of nine. So. Oh, you didn't do too much better. Yeah, I one upped you. All right, that's fine. I'm not so sour about my shitty picks though. Right, so we got 15 fights coming up on UFC 259. Jan Blakowicz versus Israel Adesanya. Mm-hmm. A totally fucking stacked card, dude. From top to bottom. Dude, I, I am super stoked about this one, man. Like, huh. literally all week I've been giddy. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah, me and Chris at work have just been fucking, you know, chomping at the bit, dude, waiting for Saturday. I think I'm we're going to cook up some chicken wings and fucking do it big, baby. Man, I wish I had somebody at work that, like, really liked UFC fights. Well, there is one guy, but he's, like, the boss of the warehouse, and he's kind of a square, so... It's not really the same, but no square boss. Yeah, well, he's like he's probably like in his forties, and he's like trying to act young and hip whenever he's talking to me about UFC. It's kind of weird. Yeah. All, right, all right, baby. So topology time. Uh, we got fifteen fights coming up. Let's uh, let's get let's get our picks official. So. First pick is uh, Trevin Jones versus Mario Bautista, and I went with Jones by decision. I took uh, Bautista first round KO. First dude, round, nah. dude. Really? Batista's got experience, man. He's a beast. I think he's motivated. I think, and honestly, to be honest with you, I think these dudes are going to come out banging because they're going to have to make an impression. To, yeah. I mean, first fight of the night on this card. like. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too, but that's why I, at the same time I was like, maybe they just might get caught and fucking go into a decision. But second fight, Euros Medic versus Aylin Cruz. Okay. I got uh, Medic by decision. Yeah, I got medic by decision too. So, all right, next one: Living Lavina Souza versus Amanda Lemos, strawweight, one fifteen, women's MMA. I took a Souza decision. Oh, I went Lemos decision. Yeah, that was kind of toss up for me. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> shit about either. I think Lemos was one of the submissions, of the female submissions last year. I'm not 100 percent sure, but. So this next fight at uh, 170 is uh, Sean Brady versus Jake Matthews. This is going to be. A good scrap. Yes, Dude, Jake I was Matthews, so. experienced man. He's been in the UFC forever. He's a good grappler, just really well rounded. And Sean Brady is a fucking black belt, and he, dude, he's a beast, man. Like he's very well rounded. And to be honest with you, this one could be a really, really technical fight. But I got Brady by decision. Yeah, I took Brady by. Uh, I went KO round two. I mean, it. 
honestly, there's no telling how this one. Yeah, do that's kind of what I was like. There's no wrong answer in this equation. Right. It, I think it should be a really good fight. Next one up at light heavyweight, Kennedy and Zeku. I can't. Man, that's a. I don't know either one of these guys. Versus but Carlos Olberger. Carlos only has three fights. Only total. Three. Total. It says three and zero is what his record is. Right here, I'm looking at it. Oh, and he's wow. the moderate favorite fighting out of New Zealand. I don't know jack about this guy, but he's only got three fights. Other dude has eight. I went with uh, Kennedy by decision. I think he's going to grind I, him out. I'll be honest. I know very little about him as well, but I do know Kennedy is a good grappler. Came off the contender series, I believe. Yep. So I took him by decision. Yep. All right, so next fight that I really got an eye on, the two dudes that I know quite a bit about because I've been yep. watching them for – a minute now, I'm just to say the least. So we got Tim Elliott versus Jordan Espinosa. And this fight, even Tim Elliott said it himself. He thinks the loser's going. He thinks loser gets cut by the UFC. He even went as far as to say that he put a significant amount of money on himself to win this fight. So with that type of confidence and just knowing the matchup and how, I mean, how Tim Elliott fights, how Jordan Espinosa fights, I got Tim by decision. I don't think anybody will get the finish. I think it... It could very well be 15 minutes sparring match, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. That, that's what it could look like, and that's what I expect it to look like. So I got 10 by decision. All right, I got Elliot by decision too. So on to the next flyweight fight. There's three flyweight fights. Fucking Ooh, back to back to back. All in a row right That is here. insane, bro. I but love super it. cool. So uh, Kaikara France versus Rogerio Bontran. I got Kara France by decision. Do you? I got Bontran by submission first round. Do you? I do. Damn. One, one of the, one of I my just... upset picks of the night. Damn. I don't I don't have the confidence Kara France, dude, and I'm telling you like Hajorio Bontran is legit. Okay. I don't know nothing about Bontran. I think maybe I might have watched one of his fights, but I don't know a whole lot about the guy. I know who Kaikara France is, so yeah, I I'll, I'll be honest with you, Hogerio, I think, could be a matchup for Flick in the future. That yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always watching these guys. I'm trying to get familiar with who they are, so I'll so, definitely be watching. Next one, Askar Askarov versus Joseph Benavidez. Man, like, these flyweight fights on here are fucking, fucking awesome. fire, yeah, They really are. Wow. So who do you got in that one? I got Benavidez knockout round two. Ooh. I hope so. I don't know. Hey, that's the corner in the casual pick of the <laughs> night. Because I also have Joey B by KO in round two. Nice. All right. Let's go. That's the corner in the casual. Take that shit to the bank. I don't know what the line is on Joseph Benavidez, but I'm pretty sure he's a dog. In he's a one. plus 100 near Ooh, even. even money. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I expect that one to be a really good fight. Yep. And to be honest with you, man, I feel like Joseph Benavidez has no pressure on him anymore. It's he like, doesn't. like I mean, he's just doing it because he's a fucking competitor who loves the he's fight. He's on a prelim card, just like Cruz is about to be. Right. I mean, yeah. and he's. I mean, what what has he got to lose at this point? It's like he 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 even came out and said, you know, like a title shot is probably not going to happen again. No. You know, so so now what he's is Askar? Like he's like eleven zero and one. But well, what is he ranked? You know. Or is he? Oh, he's definitely ranked. He's he's uh, number three in the world oh, right now. Oh, damn. All right. Yeah, he, he's up there. He, I mean, he very well could be the next one fighting for the title after Moreno and Davison. Unless Cody drops down, then he's going to cut him off. I'll be honest with you, though. In my opinion, 
Ascar has to do something really impressive because if if Brandon Moreno and Figueredo go out there and they have another fight like they did the first time, which I hope they do. Well, if that happens, then we need a number three, right? Yes. So that leaves him on the bench even longer, right? Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, you got contenders coming up. Maybe Garbrandt coming down. So he's got to be really impressive against Joseph Benavidez if he wants that title shot. Because if fucking Brandon Moreno and Davison go in there for five rounds and just fucking slug it out and say Brandon comes out with the title. Yep. It's an immediate rematch. Yeah, immediate, yeah. Which I'm not even mad about, but... Nobody would be mad about it, right? It's great for the flyweights, and honestly, I feel like the flyweight division is, is really starting Dude, to pop right stacked, now. Dude, it's stacked, bro. Like, I was listening to Joe Rogan and uh, uh, Corey Sanhagen on the JRE, the MMA show, and he was saying that the flyweight division was kind of stagnant. And I was like, bro, are you watching these fucking flyweights? There's some good motherfuckers in that division. I couldn't oh, believe that he said it. Hey, Mick Maynard is, dude, he's doing something special right now. I'm telling you, give it give it some time, dude. He's got to build these stars. Like, you got to understand, man, like, the flyweights are kind of hard to sell. Like, they're 125-pound men that you're trying to sell to a casual fan. It's, like, not right. always the easiest thing to do, right? <clears throat> but... I, I I really expect the flyweight division to be front and center in twenty twenty one. Very soon. Yeah. All right, moving on. Bantamweights, Kyler Phillips and Yadong Song. I thought it was Song Yadong, but I went with the Song by KO round one. I took Song by KO round two. And I think in Chinese they say their name their their last names first. So it's like oh, yeah. Song Yadong or like That sounds better. It rolls yeah, off the Yadong tongue Song. Huh? Yeah, Song, song Yadong, Yadong sounds cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yadong Song. Yadong Song. <laughs> the Kung right. Fu Monkey. Right. All right. And the prelim headliner, I guess you could say. The, the, great the, featured, the featured prelim fight is the legend, Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. I'm really excited about this Dude, fight, this, actually. Man, I, I, I want this to be fight of the night, to be honest. I really do. Dude, I mean, there's so many fucking good fights. Today. So I mean, many. I'll be honest, any one of these could be fight of the night. Really? There's probably going to be like six of them, probably. Yeah, Casey, <laughs> Casey Kenny, man, he's so good, dude. He had he held the 125-pound belt and the 135-pound belt in LFA at right. the same time. I mean, the guy has just, I mean, he's been almost stellar in the UFC. I mean, it's it's hard to pick against him, but also... I'm gonna fanboy a little bit, dude. <laughs> yeah. I love Dom, bro. Right. He's such a smart he fighter. Is. He is such a legend of the game. He had such a unique style for so long that he kind of made the 135ers evolve and step their game up to, you know, to get to his level. Right. You know? And so I got I got to take Cruz by decision. I went Kenny by decision. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Up. I like Casey. I get it though. I mean, it's it's the. The, the young blood coming up. Like, eventually the torch has got to be passed, you know? Absolutely. I what? just don't know if Casey Kenny's the guy that can do it against Dom. But I could be wrong. You know what I mean? He's very well capable. You know I think I mean? he is. But, I mean, Dom, he, he's like, this isn't a championship fight. I only got to do it for 15 minutes. I'm like, shit, yeah. You got a point there. Right. So, with that being said, you know, like, does he turn the pressure up and try to get a finish, I'm, or does I'm, he try to outpoint for fifteen minutes? He's probably what? gonna outpoint for fifteen minutes if he can. But I think Kenny might be might be the guy that can do it. We'll see. Well, 
with this card, I would imagine that they have the big ring, that they have the 30-foot cage. No, and it's a smaller one. Really? Yeah. They were talking about it. That's, that's something that uh, Jan said. He's like, he's, we're in a small cage. I'm just going to catch him and like be heavy. Oh, okay. Well, that, that favors Casey, in yeah. my opinion, just yeah. because of Dominic's known for his movement, right? Right. But, Casey's going to cut off that cage. Also, how long has it been since Dominic Cruz had a three-round fight? So it's going to be a different type of energy, dude. The, the yeah. type of fighter Dom is, dude, he's smart. Like, if, if you don't think he's thought about that, you're a fool. Because, oh, yeah. like, absolutely. He, it's definitely been factored into his game plan. Yeah, like I, mean? I said before on one of the other episodes. And if anybody Dom- knows how fucked up the fight game is when it comes to judges and shit and and, and – and referees. Also, have you seen <laughs> him, and, him and, dude? Him and Keith Peterson's beef is hilarious. Yes, right now. dude, it is funny. So, did you see on on uh, Twitter? <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Dominic Cruz said that you know, like he came out publicly. Like, I want any other ref other than Keith Peterson. And Keith Peterson comes out and is like, "Well, I'm not. I don't. I don't ref prelim fights." Yes, dude, I loved it, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved dude, it. Keith it better was, watch it, dude. Fucking so Dom's going to fuck around and be fighting him next. <laughs> dude, I would love to see that matchup. I think it, I think it's a funny-ass little, like, beef, you know It what really mean? is, dude. And it, then, and then so just, just recently on Twitter, Keith... <laughs> Keith Peterson showed another one, and it was a, uh, and it was like Dom looking shocked, and it says Dominic Cruz's face when he sees Keith Peterson reffing his fight. <laughs> How funny, right? Dude, that guy is a fucking troll. I love it. Oh, dude, he's great. All right, so moving on, dude. Start of the main card. We got Tiago Santos versus Alexander Rakic. Who you got? Rakic knockout round three. Me too. Another nice. corner in the casual pick. Hell yeah, we got Good. two of them. Right. I like that guy, man. Like he's got a good, he's got good energy to him. I like that guy. He's only come up. So. He's a fucking massive human being. Yeah, he's, he's a scary individual. Yeah, the guy is huge. Yeah. All right, Drew Dober versus Islam Makachev. Yeah, Makachev by decision. Me too. I, I I feel like he's gonna be the next the second coming of Khabib. Absolutely. I think, I think that's the plan. Yeah. Right? He's just gonna be a really heavy blanket. <laughs> okay. All right, and and now to probably the fight that I'm maybe most excited yeah, about on the card for sure. Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Yan. No, I got for the 135 pound championship. Who you got? Aljamain submission rounds three. I think is yep. I took I took I took Aljo round two submission. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're Aljo fans on the corner of the casual for sure. And I, and I I feel like he's gonna grab that thirty five pound belt and hold on to it for a while. Yeah, for sure, dude. I I'm excited for this fight, and I'm hoping that he wins, and then he fights Corey again because Corey was talking some shit on JRE, and I was like, oh yeah, dude. Like, well, he wasn't really actually talking shit. He was being super like, respectful. I like but Corey Sanhagen. Me man, too. But for I sure. just I don't know, man. I want I, Aljo. I mean, I'm. I, I don't know if anybody can touch Aljo right no. now. Nobody. That's, that's but but what dude. I would like to see, you know, is uh, I would like to see, you know, I hate as much as I hate to say it, but I would like to see T.J. Dillashaw get a win over Corey Sanhagen. Yeah. And I would like to see Aljamain Sterling get this win over Peter Yawn. And then mm-hmm. I, I want to see Dillashaw and Aljamain. Aljamain Sterling. For sure. I think I mean I think that's a dream scenario for the UFC too to be honest yeah. with you because I mean that's an easy sell. Easy sell. That's an easy sell. They're gonna you th- know those press conferences are gonna be fun. And you know what I think those fights I think those wins for Aljamain might even bring back you know the king of cringe Triple C. 
Henry Cejudo. It might. And you get that fight at 35. He's coming back. It's just a matter of for who. Well, I think think the the thing with Cejudo is he wants to be paid like a ridiculous amount of money. (laughs) I mean... I mean, but why not? Shit, he's got all them fucking bells. He's a gold medalist. He's bilingual. I mean, true, shit, the true. dude can fucking do it all. So, I mean, just pay him. Yeah. I'm, I don't disagree. That kind of goes back to my point before, though. You know, the UFC pay-per-view star is kind of dead in the water, you know? Yeah. Well, it is, but it isn't. Because you still got people like Jorge that pop up out of almost nowhere. Jorge's been around for a while, but yeah, Izzy too, man. Like, he's came up in the past couple of yeah, years. Yeah, but even Jorge, dude, he's not making Conor McGregor money. No, he's not definitely making, not. He's not making that type of money. Because definitely not. Look, like, the UFC knows that he's high risk to lose, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. The, like, dude, we can't fucking sell you, bro, it's, because well, you don't always win. <laughs> well, it's not like they can't sell him, but they gotta be very careful who they match him right, with, I feel yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it if he goes in here and loses to fucking Usman again, it's like now now you have to run it back with Nate. And yeah. then after that, well, I mean, we got to give you very favorable matchups to, to really get you, the you know, I don't know, the fights that are going to be easy to sell. As, as a casual yeah. fan, I always wanted to watch, see him fight Leon, but I know that Leon would beat him up. Like, or I'll, at least outpoint him maybe not beat him up but I think man I, I feel like Leon would probably try to take him down and make it boring but I don't know if he could to be honest right. with you I think that's a winnable fight for, for Horry yeah you think so but like I feel like the Colby Covington fight's a bad matchup right. like the Usman fight's a bad matchup right. like Gilbert Burns a bad matchup like there's a, sure. there's a lot of guys that are at the, like the tippy top up there that are like that are really bad matchups for Horry dude I'm a fan like, don't you get me go wrong. out there and fucking bang with the old hands of steel Dude, that see, and that's what I'm talking about. That would be a great matchup. Yeah. Like, see, you got to give him like the favorable matchups, right? right? And he deserves it. Like, he deserves right. to get those favorable matchups. I mean, because why not? Shit, he's paid his dues. Fucking give him, you know. But still, yet yeah, they're not gonna be fucking. It's not gonna be like Connor. They're not gonna have no. the same type of. of Nobody numbers. can make Connor McGregor money except for Khabib. Uh, I think he leveraged the UFC like a motherfucker, and they're like, we're not doing this again. <laughs> All right, moving on. Co-main event, Amanda Nunez versus Megan Anderson. Yep, Nunez, KO, round three. I think it's going to take her a while. She's going to have to overcome how fucking long and lanky Megan Megan? The, the girl that has to remind everybody that her name is it's Megan. not Megan. Did I say Megan? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. But Is it Megan? I, I just know that because I always see her in interviews and be like, it's Megan. Oh, she shit. always corrects people. It's Megan. Well, she has to. <laughs> fuck. It's spelled the same as Megan. Dude, it's Megan. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Um... Are you not, like, concerned about, like, Amanda Nunes, like, having the motivation for this fight? That's the one thing I thought about. I was like, I mean, you know. she says that she's that her belts motivate her. She says that she wants to keep them forever. So, I was like, she seems all right. I mean, that's the thing to say, though, right? Like, yeah, but I mean, it'd be harder to get right. up. And, it'd be harder to get up and get that road work in when you know that, like, you're just supposed to, you know, you're, smash. I mean, you could be on to something. You, th- you think Megan's going to pull it off? Upset of the night? No. But I think it's going to be boring. I think Nunes yeah. is going to draw it out, make a decision. You know what I mean? I think she's the better fighter, but I don't know if I mean, I don't know if she finishes cuz you got to think you got one fighter that is extremely motivated, you True. know. Really big too. She's like a fucking foot taller than her. You yeah, know? dude, she's so big. 
fight of her life, you know, and then you got the other fighters, got multiple titles, fucking making the most money out of any female fighter on the card yeah. or, or on the roster. It's like, she just had a baby, you know, she's doing like this. Did she pan- have the baby or did her girl have the baby? I'm not sure the details on that, but they're raising a baby. But anyway, so it's like, I feel like maybe the motivations is, you know, this, like if there would be an upset brewing, like I feel like maybe. I mean, this, I was thinking about that too earlier because I was just like, Megan's so much bigger. But I feel like Amanda knocks everybody out. She knocked out Cyborg, I ain't betting against her, knockout, round three. Yeah, I'll take her, I'll take her by decision. All right, main event time. Jan Blakovic. Israel Adesanya for the 205 I'm gonna strap. surprise you here. Who's who takes it? Who you got? Blake which knockout round one. Ooh, first round. Yeah, I think it's I, I just I don't like this fight for Izzy at all. Izzy sees something that he thinks that he can be. He's super confident, but I'm just like He jumped on the scale with a pizza in his hand. <laughs> yeah, I know. That fucking guy. I love him, but I mean, I think Jan's going to catch him early. I Man, just, easy. I feel like Izzy is easy to love. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely. I love the guy. I He's don't entertaining, bet, bet man. Them. He appeals to, like, every base of fan there absolutely. is, I feel like, you know. But here's my problem with this fight, man. Like, obviously, it's the size. But, man, he... Jan is so uh, overlooked, I feel like. Yes, not absolutely. a lot of people. They're not giving him the He's going to be 30 pounds heavier. I feel like if he can just run Izzy to the fence and make him work, you know what I mean? Just make him work a little bit. Maybe take some sting off of them punches and kicks. And then, I, I don't know, man. Like, this is a really tough one to call, but I just feel like. Like in the wild, right? The larger animal usually wins, right? Usually, so yes. So I, I just, I had to go with Yawn in this one, and I'm, I'm gonna take him third round TKO. I think it, it'll be a matter of if he can impose his will and make Izzy kind of carry his weight. Like right. a, ta- I think a takedown will be huge in this fight for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. If he can get an early takedown, I think that's that, that's gonna be. A- and he's already said he's like, I'm just going to wrestle him. Be heavy, make him work. He's got to watch out, though. I mean, you're dealing with an absolute sniper. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Not only that, you're dealing with a guy who hasn't had to diet or nothing, so he's healthy, he's feeling good, he's feeling strong. Like So, I mean, I don't know. This is going to be a real... Uh, I just hope it's fun and exciting. That's what I want. Yeah, I, I hope it's a good fight, but I... I, I feel like if you're in the Blakovich corner, you want this to be boring for as long as possible. <laughs> yeah. You're boring right. in a grappling sense, not yeah. boring as in a getting jabbed in the face for five rounds. Right. You know no. what I mean? Because if you're Izzy, obviously you want to keep distance and kick the fucking piss out of him, yeah. right? Like that's what he did to Costa. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Costa... <laughs> All drunk, Paula Costa. That God guy, it, bro. Like, just take your L, bro. How many excuses has he came up for this fight now? Like two, three. This I don't is, know, but he said he even sober, had a picture of him sober with Paula a Costa is undefeated. That's not like some fucking Sugar Sean great O'Malley. Come on, man. You can't be like, well, I got drunk the night before. Oh, you mean the night before the biggest fucking opportunity of your life ever? You got drunk? Yo. What a fucking guy. I ain't buying it, man. 
Like, just take your L. I'm not buying it either. Keep it moving, bro. But he did have a picture of him with a bottle of wine for, like, proof. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Why would you do that? Because he's a fucking moron, dude. He's like, hey, I plan on getting my ass kicked tomorrow. Y'all check out this bottle of wine. I'm going to use this That later. guy has shit for brains, bro. Like, there's something about that guy where, like, he's just all muscle. And he has no brains. <laughs> He looks like he should be in fucking Days of Our Life or something, dude. Like, there's some kind of sub- <laughs> is is there like a Brazilian fucking general hospital or some shit I'm that he sure. can be in? I'm fucking sure. Jesus That's the prettiest Christ. motherfucker I ever seen in my life, I mean, dude. Like, he is, especially like, whenever he lo- wears lipstick. And he's obviously not very <laughs> smart because he's fighting. Like, bro, like you're too pretty to be fighting, dog. Like. Days of Our Lives is looking for you right and now. And you way better. I'm telling you. You ain't gonna get the shit kicked out of you for nothing, dude. You like, get that fucking... You get that, uh... Get that syndication money, bro. Man. Get that syndication money, baby. Jump on one of them fucking soap poppers in Brazil and fucking pander to all the cougars out there and shit. Be raking in the cash. Right. For sure, dude. That's so funny. Well, I think that about wraps up the Tavology picks for the week. Hopefully, I can do better than fucking four. Yeah, well, four of nine. There was only nine fights last week. There's 15 this weekend. So. Yeah, God, fucking. That fight card last week was. Booty. We already talked about was. that. Yeah. Like. Anyway. Damn. So, there was something pretty big that happened to us in, in the corner of the casual this week. Do you uh, gonna get into that? Because we're about. I think to it definitely out. needs to be addressed. <laughs> so we got quoted for our first time in our first uh, in our first article, I guess. Well, it originated as a tweet, and I'll give the guy that uh, tweeted us credit real quick because he actually tweeted it correct. He didn't put any false quotes in there at all. He just said. First reported by Corner and Casual, and he tagged us. Fucking thank you, dude. Appreciate you. But then, what was his name? Um, let me look it up. Hold on. Like Alex Benahan? Something like that. The first one, he's at Big Marcel twenty four. Marcel Dorf. Yes. And then there was another one. Let me find the first one. And the second one was at... I think this guy was actually the first one. Um, but that's at Alex Behunin. Uh, B-E-H-U-N-I-N. Um, For Cage Side Press? I think so. I think you're right. You did some research on this guy. Anyway, shout out to that guy. I think Alex is the guy that actually fucking listened to the episode. So, appreciate you for listening to us. Because everybody else said that... Uh, Flick confirmed the fight on on our podcast, and I just want to be very clear: Flick has only been on one episode of the podcast, and as of last night, whenever I checked the uh, our ratings and shit, he is the least viewed episode. Unfortunately, one of our best episodes. I suggest everybody go listen to it. But right now, he's at the bottom of the rung, which is insane. Right, Flick did not leak shit no. on our episode. I leaked it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It was me. They need to correct that shit and say, Mike Jackson 
Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'll take the blame for it because I did it. Like, if you assholes would actually listen to the episode, you'd know that. But instead, it's lazy fucking journalism like usual. Dude, that's literally what a journalist's job is, is to fucking cite the source and cite it correctly. You have one fucking job. Like, if you're going to report on a story, the least you can do is take the time to listen to the I mean, how many? I don't know how from. many articles I read on MMA Junkie that Flick released the news on Corner and the Casual Podcast. Flick did not release the news on no. the Corner and the Casual Podcast. He did not. So, and to be fair, we released it as speculation. We didn't know for sure. I you mean, dummies no. took the bait and ran with it. But hey, we were right. So I mean, it is what it is. You did say that you saw the contract, so. So what? <laughs> Maybe I lied. No. Either way, though, like, if you're going to fucking quote us, at least listen to us and then quote us. I mean, come Please on. Get the quote right because uh, that, that headline should have read Mike Jackson, Jimmy Flick's cornerman, released. Or, uh, or, or, I don't even know if it could have gone that far, but it could have just, like, you know, we corner in the casual. I mean, that would be cool, too. It's, I mean, it's, you are his cornerman, so unless he's right, gonna but replace still, you. I mean, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Is your job on the line now? Shit. I know. <laughs> oh my god. But I mean, if so, if anybody at the UFC is listening, it wasn't Flick. It was me, man. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I, I, it's funny you say that because I was wondering. I was like, since this is reported on or whatever, I was like wondering if the UFC, like corporation as a whole like caught wind of it and I was like wondering if they had a, like a team put together at their headquarters to like investigate shit like this and if somebody at that headquarters was tasked with listening to our podcast so they could get the information I doubt it but I hope so <laughs> I fucking hope somebody was tasked with listening to our shit dude I really do that's what I was thinking too I was like how cool and I hope that they hey, became a fan and to be fair dude the UFC staff is so cool dude that's like, what I was Everybody I've ever met that's worked for the UFC has been fucking awesome, dude. Like, they're, like, accommodating. They go out of their way. They're nice. Like, so, I mean, if y'all are listening, I'm a fucking fan of you guys. Y'all are cool. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. That would have been dope. (laughs) Right. It was just a random thought that I had earlier. I was like, fuck, what if somebody was just tasked with listening to us because of this fucking leaked information? Like, they probably don't give a shit. They're just like, yeah, whatever. You can release the information, but... Yeah. Sometimes well, my uh, my little thoughts get away from me. <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. Ho- hopefully, you know, next time they'll fucking get it right. Yeah, hopefully. I got I got something pretty interesting that I have right. that happened, and I th- I kind of want to share it with you because I thought it was great. Oh, this is the one that you said <clears throat> that you ain't told nobody. I haven't because it, like I really thought it was funny, and I just thought it just tickled me, so I figured I'd share with my friends on the corner and the casual. So. Oh, yeah. Alright, so my son and his friends, like, you know, like most kids, dude, they play on, like, the Switch or, like, their phone or whatever, but, like, nowadays, I guess it's, like, cool to, like, get on YouTube and watch, like, other kids play games and, like, shit like that, but but really, they're just on YouTube and they're watching, like, influencers and all that other bullshit, well, like, you can't do that when you're on, like, YouTube kids, so, like... You know, like when you're like a young boy, I guess you get to a point where it's like, you know, me just a little bit above YouTube kids, maybe not quite ready for YouTube or whatever. But anyway, so 
I let my son use my YouTube account for his Nintendo Switch. And we did this a while ago when he got his Switch. And I, I told him, I was like, you know, you can use YouTube on here, you know, because you can't use it on your phone because of all the parental controls and stuff. But you can put it on your Switch and you can watch whatever stupid shit you watch about, like, other kids playing games and shit. But just be aware... I can see everything that you watch. Right. So oh. <laughs> be careful what you do because I can see it. <laughs> okay, now fast forward like a year. And, it, and like I haven't been, you know, on YouTube or whatever a whole lot. I don't get on YouTube a whole lot. But the other night I'm in the, in the kitchen and it's Wednesday night. And like it's like a family night for us on Wednesdays because everybody's at home. Nobody's doing nothing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to put on some music. So I go to go to YouTube and I'm going to put on a playlist, right? Oh. So I go to the search bar and then I go, I start to look up stuff. And when I get, when I get to the search bar, I start seeing all these different searches that I didn't. I didn't put in and they're spelled wrong and I'm like <laughs> they're spelled wrong so I'm looking at it and I got giant titty no. in my search bar <laughs> just one and he spelled it wrong and then <laughs> did he spell it with D's one says naked girl and it's spelled N-A-K-I-D G-I-R-L-L and I'm like this boy can't even fucking spell right we've been doing <laughs> And then giant booties spelled wrong. <laughs> so I go in there. I'm like, uh, he's in there working on his his spelling pretest with his mom. And I'm like, hey, Makai, you remember when I let you use my YouTube account and I told you that uh, anything you look for, I can see what you look for, and I can just see him. He stopped writing. <laughs> he froze up. <laughs> I'm like so because he had his buddies over oh even better dude last weekend <laughs> and there's like one of his little buddies on his baseball team I'm like so uh I was like what's this uh get titty about I was like you didn't even spell giant right it spelled it get get titty g-i-n-t titty only one titty though oh my god dude his mama was like Mackay, what have you been looking at Oh, it was so funny, dude. I about died. Like red as a fucking tomato. Oh man, dude, he didn't say a word, dude. Like he didn't even know what to do. And like Jenna's jumping on his ass, and I, dude, I couldn't help it. I laughed so fucking hard. I couldn't stop laughing, man. Get titty. I know Get what the name titty. of this episode's gonna be. Oh man, it's beautiful. Oh man, that is a pretty good story. God it was damn. the funniest thing ever, dude. It's like I caught him and his buddy trying to look up titties on YouTube. Oh my god! And to be fair, it was a lot easier when I did it as a kid because, like, my uncles would have like fucking Playboy under the sink right. in the bathroom. Yeah, you know it what was I mean? super accessible. <laughs> yeah, you just looked at it, and nobody ever knew, right? No. Like you just got away with it. And now, like, I got it in my fucking search bar, and now I'm sharing it on a podcast to live forever. So. <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna be funny if he ever listens to this back. He's gonna be like, "God damn it!" You love you, buddy, everybody. and I love getting titties too. <laughs> we all do, bud. Hell yeah! Oh man, what a good way to end out the episode. You got anything else you want to close out with? That's it, man. All right, man. Like, love you guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Follow us on all the socials, Twitter. 
uh, Instagram, Facebook. It's all at Corner and Casual. I've got all my links up on uh, all the social medias, so you can listen to us anywhere now. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, like a fat girl's belly button, I'm out.